This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Regardless whoever wins the White House, we are facing serious geopolitical and economic challenges that could lead to the next great financial crisis. You need a recognized safe haven asset for your portfolio and IRA, and that asset is gold. Call Goldline and add physical gold to your portfolio or IRA at 800-913-GOLD. Goldline, been helping people diversify their portfolio with gold for over 55 years. Rated A-plus by the BDP. Read Goldline's important risk information, but do it now, because crazy times are coming. 800-913-GOLD. 800-913-GOLD. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Every day, it was his job to close the door of the gas chamber, to actually see the people go in, push the last one in, close the door, look through the glass on that door, and give the thumbs up. Who was that guy? How did he get to be that guy? How did he get to be a guy that was so dead inside? Because, you know, he wasn't born that way. He most likely wasn't raised that way because... There were so many of them. How did they become these guys? I talked to you a couple of weeks ago about the Dadaist movement. And I, I, want, you to, I want you to listen to this history and tell me if you see any parallels here. It's 1914. Germany is flexing its uh, muscles and the Fabian socialists um, in Europe and in England, they want war because the old system is broken. The old feudal system doesn't work anymore. And if you ever watched, uh, what was that stupid BBC show with the Downton Abbey? If you ever watched that show, at the beginning of the show, the first couple of seasons, it's before World War I. Women are, you know, quietly tucked away. Technology is really nowhere. The feudal system with the lords and the ladies, everybody is dressing in tuxedos for dinner every night. The, the staff is completely separate and invisible. The class system is, is from a different era. Within four years, as you watch it after the war, And you see it in Downton Abbey. Everything has changed. Now women are starting to work. Because the men were gone and the women had to do things that they had never done before. The class system is breaking down. And more importantly, socialism is now really starting to permeate. Socialism is starting to get a toehold. And so that's really bringing down the class system. And everything has changed. What that show and others don't really point out is the fact that the Fabian socialists, and especially over in in Europe, the state and the church were one. And so the state in Germany and the the, uh, state in, in France and England, they were all pushing for war. They all thought it would be good. And beyond that, 
The churches were doing the bidding of the state. And so the churches were preaching this from the pulpit, that this is good. We have to do this. Let's go in. And your boys will be home within six months. Well, as we all know, that didn't happen. And millions, millions died. You have to understand how much things changed. Again, I think in many ways, we see this time and time again. When the Industrial Revolution happens, when we start to move into cities, um, now with technology, there's this grind and the old system of doing things doesn't work. And a war happens to break out. And by the end of the war, borders have changed, families have changed, rules have changed, civility has changed. Everything has changed after that war. It makes that transition into what's coming next easier. You don't notice that huge change because you had a war in between. And so everything seems a little better, even though it wasn't what you expected. By 1919, millions had died. There were almost no horses left in Europe. Almost all of the horses were dead because they went against tanks. It was the last gasp of war the way we knew it. People didn't know what to think. Gas was being used. Bombs were falling out of airplanes. Um, uh, uh, Millions had died. Tanks were coming into their towns and crushing their houses. It was total devastation. Families, every single family by 1920, had had someone affected by death. Every family had somebody die, either from the war or from the flu, the pandemic. It was a completely different world. And there was a movement that was was associated with socialism that said nothing matters. Nothing matters. And it was It was not an anarchist movement. It wasn't the guys that we see now that are, you know, protesting the WTO and, you know, they're all dressed in black and they're, you know, tearing fences down. Not that kind of anarchist. An anarchist that said, let it burn. Let it all burn. And it was a Dadaist movement which said, nothing matters. The church lied to you. The government's All of them lied to you. The media lied to you. The military lied to you. Your money, the old poem from Rudyard Kipling, we all had plenty of money, but there was nothing our money could buy. Between inflation and hyperinflation, or just having the money, but everything everything was gone. There was nothing you could, you couldn't go buy the things that you wanted to buy. It was all burned down to the ground. Everything was over. And the world went into a dark Europe, went into a very dark depression. Now, at the same time, as they're settling the war, the Americans take the table, the chair away from the peace treaty table in Versailles from the Germans. We're rubbing salt in the wounds. There's no salve. There's no reconciliation We won. 
you lost. And we literally took the table away from the Treaty of Versailles for the ambassador for Germany. And when he walked into the room, he said, gentlemen, where's, where's my chair? And the American, without even looking up, said, you should have thought of that before you started a war. Vengeance, not reconciliation. No peace was going to be had from something that started like that. Abraham Lincoln, with malice toward none and charity toward all, let us do what we must to, uh, to bind the wounds of this great nation. This is the opposite of that at the Treaty of Versailles. So Germany is angry again, and the rest of Europe wants to punish Germany. But the German people have lost their faith. They have lost their money. They have lost their children. They have lost their cities. They had lost everything. And the Dadaist movement comes in and says nothing was worth it anyway. And the Dadaist movement does something else. They start the cabarets. They start these these shows, these, um, I don't know how to describe them, burlesque shows that are, that are body to begin with and downright soul-corrupting at the end where they are, they are touting, by, the, by 1930, they are touting everything that is bad, everything that is morally reprehensible is found at the cabaret in the bright and garish lights with everybody cheering. In 1920, a guy who is, he's crazy. He, he was actually um, uh, diagnosed by the doctors uh, as having hysteria, and he was a psychopath. His name was Adolf Hitler. He goes blind from the war, literally goes blind, hysterical blindness. And he is institutionalized as a psychopath. He gets out. He's arrested because he's in this Nazi movement and everybody's making fun of it. The cabarets by 1920 are already making fun of the Nazis. Um, By 1930, 1930, um, the Nazis are growing because of the stormtroopers. And so the stormtroopers are starting to beat people up and the crowds aren't laughing as loud when they think somebody is listening, but they're still laughing at them, except about 30% of the population. 30% of the population look at Adolf Hitler and they say, listen to what the man is saying. And what he's saying is, Germany was great. Germany should lead the world. And look at what we've turned into. And his angle to get in, that he has taken years to perfect, is the church. The church is the answer. And because we left the the, uh, Deutschland Christianity, we are losing our way. And I will restore Germany, and I will restore it by restoring our values and our principles and the traditional things that we lived for and understood 20 years ago. It is the church that has fallen down, and I will protect it. 
Well, the church has been so under siege for 10 years that they are hungry for a protector. And his speeches are incredible. His speeches back then are are speeches that could be heard from a pulpit. He sounds like a Christian. By 1933, Bonhoeffer comes on and he is giving a speech three weeks after um, he is made Fuhrer. The, The Fuhrer is made Fuhrer because he says, I can't be chancellor because that's too grand of a title for me. What he really is doing is he wants an, uh, a uh, non-constitutional title. He gets this title because of bloodshed. And the people cheer on his breaking of the Constitution. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Regardless whoever wins the White House, we are facing serious geopolitical and economic challenges that could lead to the next great financial crisis. You need a recognized safe haven asset for your portfolio and IRA, and that asset is gold. Call Goldline and add physical gold to your portfolio or IRA at 800-913-GOLD. Goldline, been helping people diversify their portfolio with gold for over 55 years. Rated A-plus by the BDP. Read Goldline's important risk information, but do it now, because crazy times are coming. 800-913-GOLD. 800-913-GOLD. 